Well, as you can see, what a week we've had. <laughs> we had an absolutely fantastic time at Roar VBS this last week, and we have been so pumped to share just a few pieces of our experience with all of you. Now this year, we had 57 kids sign up, register, participate, on, and join us on this safari. That's, that's amazing, like that's so cool. But we also had 36 wonderful volunteers who I think, I think also had a blast. Am I right? Yeah! <laughs> Overwhelming, yeah! <laughs> Now, if you volunteered in any capacity in the last couple of weeks, be it um, a station leader, a crew leader, or a, a decorator extraordinaire, please stand up. <laughs> I personally want to thank you for absolutely everything that you guys have done these past couple of weeks, this last week especially, this could not have happened without you. So thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, these people did not only give of their time and effort, but they poured into our children each and every day. They not only led them around, but they encouraged them to participate. They danced and sang beside them. And it was so cool to watch, and I think, I think they took some things from it as well. So, um, in the Savannah, <laughs> we like to say thank you by giving them a great big roar. So if you will please count us, or uh, join us, on the count of three, we're gonna give them a great big roar as a thank you. One, two, three, roar! Awesome! <laughs> yes, all right, all right. Now, earlier our kiddos shared with you all of our Bible points and scriptures that we learned each day at Roar VBS, and it is now my special privilege to lead you all a little further into our safari experience. But as with all good adventures, it requires a little bit of audience participation. <laughs> All right, now, as our kids have already uh, seen and heard some pieces from what we're gonna share with you all today, they're going to set a roaring good example, right, right, by participating with you all. So, if you need a little help, if you need some pointers, just follow their lead, all right? Now, for a little bit of practice, <laughs> After each of our points this week, you may have noticed that we've been shouting the phrase, God is good, with a little fist pump for added flair. All right, all right? Today we're digging into the subject of when life is unfair. God is good. All right, see, some of you have already caught on. Very good, very good. Uh, so not bad. Um, if you hear that phrase this morning, hint, hint, uh, you will. <laughs> We ask that you join us in enthusiastically shouting and fist pumping, God is good. So let's get one in for good measure. <laughs> when life is unfair, God is good. Nice job. All right, and we'll get in some practice. 
practice throughout the morning so you have another chance. All right, all right, yes. And I'm sure that, that by the end of the service, you can match this energy in the front two rows, okay? All right, to give us a little more insight into when life is unfair, that is good. <laughs> we have our day one Bible buddy, Mac, joining us. Hey there, friends. Are you ready for a wild week? We're gonna roar about God because life is wild, but God is good. Mac here, and I definitely know a thing or two about life being wild. I'm a rhinoceros. The word rhinoceros means nose horn. I'm pretty sure you can guess where I got that name. You can find me and my buddies out in the plains, mostly in Eastern and Southern Africa. If you drop by to visit during the day, I'd probably be hanging out in the shade. It's hot in the daytime, so I spend most of the afternoon trying to stay cool. In the evening or early morning, we'd go grab a bite, maybe some leaves, twigs, branches, or grass if it's the rainy season. Do you love twigs and leaves as much as I do? You may think my thick skin is pretty tough, but it's actually kind of sensitive. I hate when those bugs bite. God gave me these good friends called oxpecker birds. They hang out on my back, eating the bugs that bug me. Hey, thanks guys. Or to protect myself, there's nothing like a roll in a big old mud puddle. All that mud is like bug repellent. Ah, that's better. I wish it was that easy to repel hunters. They're bad news. Hunting rhinos is against the law, but a lot of people think rhino horns make good medicine. They don't. My horn is made of the same stuff as your fingernails, and chewing your fingernails never cured anything. Some people kill a rhino just to get its horn. Because of hunters who want our horns, rhinos are what you call critically endangered. That means there aren't very many of me or my friends left in the wild. We don't even have a good way to protect ourselves. That's not fair. I'll bet you know how that feels when things aren't fair. Maybe you've gotten in trouble for something someone else did wrong or someone else got a bigger piece of cake or took credit for something good that you did. It might feel bad or frustrating when things aren't equal but God is always in charge. He sees everything and always loves you. God may not make things come out even all the time, but he's there for us to love us and be with us in hard times. In the Bible, the book of Nahum tells us, the Lord is good, a strong refuge when trouble comes. Need a good, strong refuge when life is unfair? Remember, when life is unfair, God, God is, is good. good. All right, thank you, Mac. Now, as you can see, our Bible buddies correlated with the main point that we were trying to get across each day, as did the activities in each station. Now, in KidVid, we met a different child every day from Africa that shared with us what everyday life for them is like. 
And while we might live in a completely other part of the world and we experience different struggles, we have the same good God. In Stampede Sports and Imagination Station, we had some fun games, right? And even some experiments that aligned with the biblical truths that we were learning about. Now, in Imagination Station day one, we began making some paper bead bracelets. How many of you guys made your paper bead bracelets? Yeah, yeah, everybody. They're pretty cool. I watched them make it, and I'm actually kind of impressed <laughs> with all the glue and everything that went into it. They did a great job. But we made these, uh, these uh, paper bead bracelets as we learned uh, really cool facts about our savanna animal friends. So, for an example, <laughs> What do you all think a group of rhinos is called? Kids, don't say anything yet. Think about it for a second. All right, I'm going to give you a couple of options. Is a group of rhinos called a troop or is it called a crash? Hmm. <laughs> a little bit of both. Okay, how many of you think that a group of rhinos is called a troop? Raise your hand. Anybody? Okay, okay, a few. How many of you guys think a group of rhinos is called a crash? All right, all right. If you said crash, congratulations, you are correct. <laughs> I don't want to say you cheated by looking at the kids, but who am I to say? I don't know. <laughs> all right. We also learned in Imagination Station Day One, a little bit about potential and kinetic energy by playing with dominoes, as well as these fun little gizmos we like to call tumble drums. And they're pretty cool because when you knock them down, they tend to come down and then come back up, which was also a great reminder that life can really, truly knock us down, <laughs> especially when life seems unfair. But God has a way of picking us back up and putting us on our feet. We also had some rather experiential trips into Bible adventures where we packed up with God's people, the Israelites, and we learned about the Exodus. But before God's chosen people left Egypt, can anyone remind us what they were to the Egyptians? Jared, they were slaves. Oh slaves. And as slaves, what were they doing for the Egyptians? Let me see. Naily. One more time. Making bricks. Yes, they were making bricks. And we actually had an opportunity to make our own bricks. Pretty cool. They felt really weird, <laughs> let me say. But they I think they turned out really well. We saved a couple of them. And guys, do you remember, can anyone tell me what it was like while you were making these bricks. What happened? Orion? Um, the, Egyptian heat really got to the Egyptian heat really got to you. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sam? You had to go out and get your own straw. Why did you have to go get, and go get your own straw? You were bad slaves. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that's... Super unfortunate, yeah. I believe your station leader even came around and as you had to do this, that, and the other, the heat was starting to get to you. You had to go find your own straws because you were bad slaves. He was also calling you names too, right? Is that right? 
Mm, that's not fun. How did that make you feel? Oh, I see a tear rolling down. Sad? Yes, yes. What else? What else did it make you feel? I heard bad. Oh, we, <laughs> I see that, Josh. He's going, eh. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think, I think many of us would agree with that. Now, do you think that must be how the Israelites must have felt too? Do you think it felt pretty horrible to them? Yeah, I think so too. And just think about it. They have been doing that for the Egyptians, for the Pharaoh, for over 400 years. Day in and day out, 400 years of that. That's insane. Before Moses walked up to Pharaoh and on behalf of the Almighty God exclaimed, Let my people go, go, go. <laughs> the Israelites had endured ridicule, hard labor, physical punishment, and centuries of injustice from people who simply thought that they were lesser than, just because. And how unfair is that? Fun fact, for children entering about second to third grade, a sense of fairness has started to develop or is starting to show. And at this age, fairness matters most. All right. Now, parents and those of you who have had children, who have been around children, I'm sure that you are familiar with this phrase. That's not fair. <laughs> and maybe it's accompanied by a good foot stomp or a big pouty face. Can you guys show me your best that's not fair stomp and pouty face? Ugh, that's not fair. That was a little too convincing. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> Fortunately, and in case you forgot, we're learning that when life is unfair, life is good. all right. So let's put our sense of fairness to the test today with a super exciting game segment we like to call Fair or Unfair. <laughs> Bet you didn't know what was on the back of these buckets. You did, yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, the game is simple. We have this specially made scale here to help us out. And we have a super sophisticated measuring system, a bucket of rocks. I know, I know. Technology. <laughs> All right. So this is how it's going to go. I'm going to read out a few, a few different situations and you all will respond by saying fair or unfair. And we'll see, by, by judging by about how many I hear, I'm going to take a handful, and I'm going to put it in whichever bucket seems to be winning out, all right? Whichever gets the most responses. Now, some of these scenarios are directed more towards kids, and others are directed more towards adults. So if you'll put each other in one another's shoes a little bit here. I think we'll have a good time. All right, are you ready? Oh, that was not convincing at all. Are you ready? Yeah! All right, okay, here we go. First scenario. <clears throat> My friend moved to Orlando. She lives 
right next door to Disney World, and she can go whenever she wants to. Is that fair or unfair? That was a, that was a pretty hard unfair, yeah. All right. It works. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> you have been waiting all year long for it to be your turn to take the class pet home. A new student arrives the week it's supposed to be your turn, and the teacher lets them take it home instead. Is that fair or unfair? Unfair. Okay. I think I heard one fair in there maybe, but I, overwhelming unfair, I'd say. All right, this one's more for the adults, so put on your listening ears. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> you put in for a promotion at work, give a great interview, and you have more than the right qualifications. You get the job. Is that fair or unfair? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good job. Go you. All right, all right. A little bit of tippage there. Okay. Your older brother or sister gets $5 of allowance every week. You're only two years younger, and yet you only get $2. Is that fair or unfair? Yeah. You heard it. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a twist on the earlier one. You find out a promotion is available at work. You like your job well enough where you're at. You've been there a long time. And you technically have all the right qualifications. You don't give your resume. You don't interview. But you know plenty of others who do. The powers that be offer you the promotion. Is that fair or unfair? I, I heard some kids in there. What do you guys think? Unfair. Hmm, okay. My friend just got the newest smartphone, and my phone is more than two years old. <laughs> is that fair or unfair? Yeah. You heard it again, parents. They did that earlier in the week, too. There was an overwhelming fair there. So keep that in mind for future reference. I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Someone you love has had a clean bill of health their whole lives, no major complications or health issues, and then they become really, really sick. Is that fair or unfair? Unfair. Oh, yeah. A little bit more there. I think it's super unfair. <laughs> All right. Now, while, as you can see, our unfair bucket is currently winning out. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> it still seems that we had some uh, mixed opinions going on here, right? Um, and it kind of depended on how you looked at the situation, right? And, and some of us can kind of see even both sides to it, right? Yeah? We're going to throw an image onto the screen, 
And after observing it for a few seconds, I'd like for you to turn to your neighbor and tell them what you see. Take a good look at it. <laughs> hmm, I hear a lot of murmuring. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. Let's see, let's see what some of our friends think. Let's see, someone who I didn't call on last service or this service yet. Liana, what do you see? You see a fish? <laughs> you cover up the neck. <laughs> I really like that answer. I haven't gotten that one yet. Jonah? A duck bird. A duck. Okay, okay. How about, how about an adult? Did anybody see something different? Miss Deanna? A rabbit, okay, okay, all right. And, and I heard, as you guys were talking to each other and murmuring, I heard some people say duck, some people say rabbit. We got a fish in there somehow, <laughs> which is pretty great. All right, now, one more. I'm gonna throw that up on the screen. Let me ask you this. How many legs does this elephant have? Take a good look at it, adults. These guys have already seen it before. Okay. I see some really confused faces out in the audience. Okay, do we have anyone uh, brave enough in the back to share? Any adults willing to participate? <laughs> Melody. Five, okay, we have a five. Anybody else see anything different? Sam? Eight? Oh, now you're just messing with me. Sadie? Six, okay, Orion? Four and three quarters. We've got some really interesting answers. Reagan? Seven, okay, okay. All right, go ahead and put your hands down. Thank you. All right. This time, <laughs> some of us saw the elephant had this number of legs, or that number of legs, or that number of legs and a quarter, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> right? But here's the trick. It's about perspective, all right? Now, perspective means the way that we look at something, right? Sometimes we see things one way, and we only focus on that one perspective. Now the same thing tends to happen in life. We tend to focus first on what's unfair and forget that when life is unfair, God is good. Now allow me to share just a little bit of my current story with you all. In the last several weeks, I have become the proud dog mom of what is now a 12-week-old puppy, Cass. Do you have that picture? Oh, so sweet, so cute. Look at those little angel eyes. 
right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. She's precious. She is. She's a little ball of energy. Now, what you have probably also already assumed, if you have ever had either some kind of pet, dog, cat, whatever, or children, <laughs> is that Cass here is an expert mess maker. I know, surprising. Now, on top of having a rather eventful week last week, I woke up not once, not twice, but three times to what can only be described as a poopy mess. It was everywhere. All right, it was on the floor. Carpet. Mm -hmm. It was on the dog toys, and it was on the dog. So <laughs> funny, right? I know. It was so ground into my beautiful white carpet that I was seeing shades of brown afterwards for hours. Not only that, but I was smelling dog shampoo on my person for the next three days because I had to give her three baths. <laughs> and that was after showering, I promise. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now, in the midst of all this mess and stress, I remember taking a pause and asking, Jesus, is this really necessary? Did I really need one more thing to deal with? And as I was inevitably venting to my mother in her kitchen, my dear sweet sister yelled to me from the living room, you chose this life. <laughs> and what else can I say to that except, you're right, yeah, I did, I did. But as I came back up to the church every day for VBS, in the midst of my mess, I saw God's goodness. I saw it as we went from station to station, as these kids were being poured into with God's love and biblical truth. I saw it not only in the faces of the children, but also in the volunteers. I saw it as I saw kids leading kids in worship of our Heavenly Father every night. And I also saw it when I finally got home each night and my mess of a puppy <laughs> would welcome me with the ecstaticness that only a small animal like that can really give <laughs> and got all the cuddles that my heart desired. don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't know what may be weighing on your shoulders this morning as you walked through those doors. You may be feeling like life has been knocking you down over and over and over again. 
you may feel like you're just on the precipice of being knocked down. Maybe dealing with the mess and stress of life. Or maybe it's a lot of little stresses piling up on you. And you're looking up at the sky and you're asking God, is this really necessary? Do I really need one more thing on my plate? Sometimes life is just inexplicably unfair. And we need a safe place to rest. Sometimes we just need a little shift in our perspective. I've asked a few of our VBS leaders to think about some of the good things that they experienced throughout the week with our kiddos. They've been given a small stone to represent these good things, and now I'm going to ask them to come up and drop them into our goodness bucket. As you can see, you could see the beginning of a shift happening as they were coming in and putting in those stones that represented those good thoughts. Now you see a really big shift. <laughs> our goodness bucket has started to outweigh our unfairness bucket. A simple shift in both perspective and reality. <laughs> when life is unfair, God is good. I'm going to invite the worship team to come back up and lead us in one of our favorite VBS songs from this week. And as they do, our girls up front here are holding these buckets of stones. In your seats, I want you to think, just think of one good thing in your life. Despite all the rest of life's struggles, just think of one good thing. And if you feel so led, you are welcome to come up and thinking of that good thing, take a stone and drop it into our goodness bucket. God's goodness always outweighs life's unfairness. Before we pray, I want to leave you with one last image, just one lingering thought. A picture of the ultimate unfairness of life, but also a perfect, perfect example of God's goodness. When life is unfair, God is good. Yes, oh, let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for this beautiful day Despite the rain, despite the weather, there are people in, this, in these seats that were meant to be here today, and we're so glad that they could make it. God, you know the struggles that we are dealing with. You know the issues 
that are weighing down on our shoulders and in our hearts, God. The things that are trying so desperately to keep us down. Yet despite those things, you have shown your goodness in our lives. You give us good things because you are a good, good Father, God. I pray that as, as we leave this place and go into whatever this week holds for us, that we remember and hold on to at least that one good thing that we were thinking about, that we take that good thing with us and that it may open our eyes to all of the good things that you have put into our lives despite life's unfairness. And I pray that we remember that when life is unfair, God, you are good. We thank you and we love you. And it's in Jesus' precious name we pray, amen.